I've actually talked to a lot of salon owners where they're like, I'm going to offer this. And I'm like, you're barely surviving. You cannot pay for health insurance right now. Hi, everyone. I'm Sid Sharice. And I'm David Bosher. And you're listening to Destroy the Hairdresser. Where we teach you to salon differently. After years of searching, we finally found a software that does it all. Introducing Aura Salonware. With Aura, you have the simple tools to streamline your business, such as a card on file, settings for hourly pricing, and even station sharing options. Implement communication boundaries with clients by interacting directly through Aura. Finally, a software that takes your business as seriously as you do. If you're interested in this type of profit maximization, visit aurasalonware.com DTH to receive special discounts and promos. As a hairdresser, I know the struggle of managing your back bar, and that's where our friends at SalonScale come to play. While you weigh your products with their app, SalonScale automatically tracks your products used, making inventory management a breeze. Not to mention, they also save your formula. They are a digital solution for back bar management, and they really make it easy. You know we're both big on knowing your numbers, and SalonScale does just that. Visit salonscale.com slash DTH and use the code DTH10 at checkout for 10% off your first year. My retirement plan is flossing. Do you floss? Yes. I have a water flosser and it is a game changer. Like you, I, do you I, floss every day? Every day. In the morning, night, and sometimes midday. But with the water flosser. Sometimes midday? Yeah, if I have shit in my teeth, I'll just go in the bathroom and use that. That water flosser is like a okay, adventure. Okay, I've had a water flosser it's and like it a wild ride. hurts my gums. Okay, well, you got to take the setting Probably because down. I have gingivitis. When I first started using it, it did hurt and I went to a lower setting so that it wasn't as blastful. And then I I don't believe was able that you floss every it. day. Do you want me to call Astra? I, like, I literally floss three times. Yeah, a but year. you're using floss. Nobody flosses. People are probably listening <laughs> to this and going, "I floss." The no, water they're not. Flo- they're looking <laughs> at this and going, "I never floss." That's what they're thinking. <laughs> we tell people we floss, but the water flosser, I usually I do all the time because I don't like using floss. This is so important for this episode. Every time I go to the dentist, they're like, "Are you flossing every day?" And I'm like, "Yep," and they're like, "I know you're not." <laughs> <laughs> Side note, before we get into retirements, my wife, because we're friends with their dentist, sits in the room with me and rats my ass out. And that's why I got the water flosser, because now next time we go, she can't say I'm not using it because I do use it all the time. Did you know that heart disease can be can stem from yes, gum disease? I did. That freaks me out. That's so I if also you would have like two- to live long enough to in be a <laughs> be around to enjoy your retirement, you should probably start flossing. I have two impacted teeth that I'm too, it's two wisdom teeth that I'm too afraid. I, I don't like being put under. My God, I got my wisdom teeth pulled awake because I don't like to be put under. Was it horrible? I mean, there was a lot of crunching, but I didn't feel anything. <laughs> Honestly, when I got my last wisdom teeth out, Astra dropped me off. And by the time she got down the street, they'd already ripped it out of my face. And I called her and said, come get me. So... They're efficient. Okay, I have to tell the story. <laughs> One time I worked at the salon and the front desk person was a girl, it was a young girl. She <laughs> she was having a tooth problem. <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing. I just know it's gonna be good. Like like she was in pain. She was in pain. She didn't have insurance. Oh, that's the story of everyone's life. Right. Didn't have insurance. And, I mean, and by the way, even if you have insurance, you sometimes don't even have dental insurance. So like she just... Because it's separate from your body. Yeah. Your eyes it, and your teeth are not part of your health. They're apparently. not health. Um, 
I just had an image of someone living with like one tooth and one eye. In the, in, in My the dog. And our healthcare Stiletto. system being like, you're fine. <laughs> um, but she had a tooth problem and it was like a molar in the way back. And oh. she, there was a dentist next door to the salon. And so she goes to the dentist <laughs> and she she's gone. And I'm like, where's, I'm not going to say her name. I'm like, where's so-and-so? Um, and my boss is like, oh, she had, she ran next door to go to the dentist. Like she's been having tooth problems. <laughs> They're going to, and so like, we're thinking like it's a cavity. She's probably going to get like a, a filling. She comes. Same day? That's. Yeah. I mean, fillings are pretty fast. Okay. And either way, the, our boss was kind of cool. He was just like, go take care of it. And like. Come back. Yeah. So she comes back and she's mad. She's a manic person. Like I can't be gone for long. I got to get back and I got to like work. And like, she's got that <laughs> type of energy. So she comes back and she has a wad of just <laughs> like paper towels, like shoved in her mouth. And she, it's like coming out of her cheek and she comes back and she sits down and she's kind of like, kind of wonky. And Oh, cause they probably numbed half her face up. Yeah. And like maybe some gas. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But she sits down and she's just like bleeding and she has this wad of paper and she's just on the phone and she's typing radically, <laughs> just just radically typing in appointments and the and she's working and just blood just pouring out. And I go, what happened? And she goes, I just want to pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> she had to get back to work. She had to get so back to, to this work. Day, <laughs> so to this day... This is this, the problem with our industry right now. On. Everything you just said. <laughs> to this day, this person <laughs> it, who is not working at a salon anymore and not working that hard, I hope, uh, is just walking around without a tooth. Because that. I hope she got a bridge. I don't know what she got, but it was probably the most trauma, asinine thing. <laughs> I can just see your face looking at this woman and going, <laughs> you got it pulled? I can just see your reaction. Well, we all were like, I mean, the person she was checking out at the front desk was like, what is coming out of your mouth? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Whenever we bring up these, like, I have to tell these stories and they come up because they've been living in there for years. (laughs) I had never heard that. (laughs) (laughs) They've been living there for a long time. Okay, but that brings us to retirement. (laughs) That's a problem. That is a problem. That tooth was retired. <laughs> that tooth was canceled. <laughs> we lost our mind. We're oh paying for this God. right now. <laughs> the listeners are paying for it too at this point. But I, it is kind of related to retirement in a weird way. It's really to like healthcare yeah. and like planning for your Have future. Have a plan for the future. I mean, if you. A good plan might be to pull out all your teeth. <laughs> I remember my grandmother is in her 90s and has dentures. And I remember <laughs> I remember thinking to myself, like as a kid, like, oh, old people just lose. They just don't have teeth. Yeah. And then they just get, and I know a lot of people have dentures. You get dentures. For, yeah. But like, according to my grandmother, when I was older and like asked her, like, why do you have dentures? They were so poor that when you got an infection, you just kept pulling they were doing what this poor girl that worked for us was doing. Oh my gosh! And so they, at some point, they're like, "Yeah, like you just, you, you know, your teeth get so bad at at some point. Instead of paying for it, you just pull it all out and you get dentures." And like that was like, that was like socially and medically acceptable. I mean, I had a tooth pulled out of my face. I have, I have a bridge now, but I had to have it pulled because that was the only financial option when I was twenty two. I had a tooth. <laughs> 
I'm not kidding. I had a tooth in the roof of my mouth. Have I ever told you the story? David? Like a shark. Okay. It was in the roof of my mouth, and I thought I just had like a lump on the roof of my mouth. So it hadn't punctured through? No, and it was a space in my teeth when I was like... So it just traveled <laughs> off. Your teeth come from the roof I of your know. mouth. I know. You know that, right? Yes. They start in the roof of your mouth and they come out. And it was just going straight down. And so... It was like, no, I'm not going over there. When I had my braces on, they were like, we have to go into the roof of your mouth. Oh my God, and then they pull it. Yes, and they put a bracket on it. It's so crazy. And every time I go in, they would crank it and they pull... That tooth is still here. To, she's still working. Isn't That's that gnarly. That was the first and last time I was put to sleep. <laughs> and I was one of those people that tried to fight it. Of course. I was, I felt it and I like stood up. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, here it comes. And I was like, ah, no. <laughs> and then they threw me back down in the chair. Um, anyways, if any of you have fun dentist stories, <laughs> you can send them in. But I, mostly for our Maybe curiosity. this isn't about retirement, this is about health insurance. Yeah. We were going to talk about retirement. We'll talk about it next time. Let's health insurance, health insurance. In, our, in our industry is a really big issue. One, because salons aren't doing the proper things to make enough money to offer it without um, going under. And I've actually talked to a lot of salon owners where they're like, I'm going to offer this. And I'm like, you're barely surviving. You cannot right. pay for health insurance right now. Yeah. And so our, our industry gets this bad rep, but it's honestly because the way that salons have been run for so long have not been profitable that they can't offer it. And then hairdressers aren't charging enough or they're getting shit on with their commissions or they're in a suite that's charging them a billion dollars a month for a square, you know, a hundred square feet that they can't afford insurance. So it's just this fucked up if circle. If we wanted health insurance in our industry, we would have, and we were commissioned salons, we'd have to accept like 30% commission or less. Yeah. Because then the business would make more money than the business could supply the hairdressers with health insurance mm -hmm. um that's not that's just that's not really sustainable it's not that great um i know some salons are offering it but most of the salons that are offering health insurance are like corporate salons yeah. franchise chains mm -hmm. so like insurance is you know insurance works in groups so like it's a large group and that they're paying for so i think when it comes to things small like businesses small businesses and i don't know about you but the minute I turned 30. It's like everything falls off. Not only that, but like they, the insurance company knows that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I think I went from, before before I was 30, my health insurance, um, when I had it, I don't have health insurance right now. When I had health insurance, it was, I don't know, 450 bucks. Mm -hmm. And then I turned 30 and it was, they said it was going to go up to $1,500 a month for just no coverage, for the same no. And by the way, my 450 was like nothing. Mm -hmm. They didn't cover anything. And then they were going to charge me 1500 And my deductible was about 20000 So I was never going to hit it. And I think like at some point as hairdressers, we're just like, never mind. I mean, I lucked I out that I married a doctor who knows how to play the game of billing and medical. Yeah. And all that. I heard that you can ask for an itemized list. You can. And it's usually wrong. Mm-hmm. You know how many fights my wife has been on with all of our doctors during this whole fertility process? Yes, but I do. Every time. <laughs> yep. Yes, I do. But that's the thing. It's like, I, she's like, you're not going to fight for that 50 bucks. And I'm just like, I, I'll pay myself 50 bucks to not sit on that phone 
that long, but she gets it every it's time. It's different than like like fifty bucks is. I don't know. This was hundreds of dollars that we were fighting for because it was just like that never happened. So my neighbor, who is a photographer, and he was very famous in the nineties. Um, cool. I have a lot of really famous neighbors that from were, the nineties. From the nineties, yeah. yeah. I have like a, there's a famous ballet dancer that I can't even share his name because we're not allowed. But he lives in our building and he's from the nineties and <laughs> the photographers from the nineties and there's all these really cool people. But uh, he went to the hospital. He doesn't have insurance. Also, like lived his whole life as a freelancer and he has he's probably in his eighties now and he has some lung issues. And his medical bill was nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. And they just sent it like that was the bill. Like here, like pay it when you can. And now a word from our sponsors. We have partnered with Hair Story, a product line that is good for our clients, our planet, and our bank account. Have you heard of New Wash? It's like a shampoo, but actually good for your hair. New Wash is a cleansing cream that cleans and conditions without the harsh foams and damaging detergents found in traditional shampoos. Hair Story does things differently, creating more conscious options that respect the environment and your hair ecosystem. Ready to try New Wash for free? Visit hairstory.com slash DTH to get pro access today. There's programs out there because um, I did work with a salon a long time ago. Um, they were one of my students and we were trying to figure out ways that we could help the staff financially save for things like that. And um, she sat down with her team and it was like something that the business was withholding uh, like $20 a week from their paycheck. Health savings account. It was a health savings account, but it was like internal. So it wasn't like legit and a fish, but everyone, you know, they signed papers. It was, it was agreed upon. Was it tax free? Um, I don't know the, oh, okay. I don't know all the terms, but she did it because she had a team that were like, we, we aren't saving for it. So the requirements were they could use it as they wish. So if they got sick, they could use it for a medical bill at the end of the year, they could just collect it all or they could roll it over. And a lot of them ended up getting sick for some reason, because at this time, this was around 2018 and, you know, we weren't working the way that we are now. So a lot of them would work too hard or not take time off and they would get sick and end up using that fund all the time. And then, uh, you know, if they left, they would get the money. Not saying that's the right way to go. And honestly, there are programs that do that for you. So if you are a salon, you should really start to look at like, is that something that you could offer? Um, we have something cooking and you'll hear about it. So excited. With, with insurance, but we can't really say the details now. So you'll be hearing about that probably by the time this comes out. Um, but really start looking at like, is there other way? Rather than just saying like, oh no, I can't offer, offer health insurance. Can I maybe bring in an accountant or a financial advisor to come in and talk to my team about how they can start planning for their retirement? What would that look like? How do they have to charge? What can they do to invest their money? I mean, my my retirement plan is investing in property. Like you can my always sell a house. My retirement plan is marrying my partner and- <laughs> Being a housewife. Maybe murdering him in his sleep and collecting the health, the life insurance. <laughs> well, now that that's on record, you are totally. Good. <laughs> yeah, but guess I, mean, I can't do it. <laughs> but that's but that's the thing. It's like those are things that I think, as a hairstylist, when I first started, would have been so valuable to me if I was able to get advice or have guidance but with you know, my financials for my future. We say that, but I did have that advice, and I, I had no when idea. I was young, I was like. I'd rather just have the cash, please. Yeah. So I think it yeah, takes but a stuck certain with level. You. It did stick with me. But when you don't have the knowledge, like it's one thing to know what you have to do and choose not to do it until you're ready. That's golden. To not know at all and then just be like, 
fuck. Like, you know, that's why that's one of the main things we talk about in our program is it's like, what are you doing like for the future? Our government wants us to be sick. No, oh, yeah, duh. That's the whole medical thing. <laughs> Get into that. But <laughs> it's like the more we're sick, the more they make money. Oh, weird. <laughs> But it's really screws small businesses. And I, I do think rather than just saying no, um, we really just start having conversations together individually within our business as and leader to staff. We're not even talking about like I have chronic things like asthma that I have to I have to have medicine all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but like there are people out there that they have to be on multiple medications mm-hmm. and like and then And they're barely surviving. They're barely surviving. It. And if they do have insurance, it doesn't cover anything. Yeah. Or a lot of people are just like, it's not worth me having insurance. That was me. That's I'll how... just take vitamins and take care of myself. Like that's, But that well, doesn't always that was, work. <laughs> well, that was the messed up part, right? Like when I buy my medications, it's it's cheaper to buy my medications in general than to pay for insurance and also buy my medication. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't... And when that's how it's working, then you know something's kind of fucked up. But I, you know... Uh, I don't even know how to share this story because it's insane. So I'm going to share a different one. Uh, <laughs> when we were in training at Aveda, mm-hmm. where I don't remember where, I think we were in Miami. We, I, I was in Orlando. You went to Miami. I, I went to I Miami. I wasn't with you. And I, I'm really allergic to mold. Like, we're all allergic to mold, but I'm like... Well, you have chronic asthma. If I walk into a room I inst- and there's mold, I instantly can't breathe. And I start wheezing and it's not good. Same with if there's a cat in the room. So I'm sleeping in this hotel room and it's like an old hotel room and my assumption is there's mold. And I wake up and I like, for those of you who have asthma, I know you. Oh my God, I was with you. I was with you because I remember you calling us and you went to the hospital. Yes. Yes. So I woke up and I like could not breathe and I... Couldn't and I didn't have my inhale. Like I didn't have any of my stuff. We were barely friends then, so I was like, "What is happening?" And I called everyone. There was like five of us. Or mm-hmm. I called. I woke everyone up, and I was like, "You, someone's got to drive me to the hospital because I can't." Like, I don't know if you remember. Like, I would yeah. breathe, and it was just like it sounded like there was water in my lungs. So I go to the hospital. They give. I know what they're going to do. They're going to give me a nebulizer treat. I know the whole thing because I've done it before, and I still to this day have not paid that bill. Yep. That was two thousand twelve. 2012, and that bill is 18000 It's insane. And all they did was give me... And by the way, they then prescribed me a nebulizer. I know I'm getting really specific. Like, people are like, what the fuck <laughs> is a nebulizer? way neb-? over time. So I... Hold on. <laughs> I was prescribed a nebulizer, which means I can do that same treatment in the hospital at home, and it was $70. It's ridiculous. But because I went to the hospital for 30 minutes... Yep. It was eighteen thousand. I still, I still just sits there. I'm, and every time they call to collect, I'm like, I'll pay you a hundred dollars. There you go. Yeah, I'm like, one day they'll say okay. <laughs> one day they'll settle. <laughs> Anyways, if you have medical bills, don't pay them because they don't affect your credit score. You're welcome for this episode. <laughs> Next time on Destroy the Hairdresser, the podcast. You really do have to be at a place where the discomfort is so great that you're like, I'll do anything to get out of the pain, like out of the discomfort. 